0: Anyway, it's delicious. Do you have a rimmer?
1: Uh, That's a personal question, Haley. (laughs) I don't know. Do you?
0: (laughs) Wait, where is this going?
1: I didn't rim my glass. It's very drastic.
0: Forward Mm -hmm. is it? It's all gone now. Not salty enough. Normally, you know what Uh, I I use? What's that? No Montreal steak spice. Oh,
1: Montreal steak spice should be on everything. I'm talking yogurt. I'm talking pancakes. (laughs) I'm I'm talking.
0: The dog. (laughs) I want it in my raccoon wounds. I love that shit. I'll start us off. Three, two, one, Mark. Please note, this podcast contains offensive language, adult themes, lower decks, season one spoilers, and Star Trek The Next Generation spoilers, more importantly. (laughs) Listener discretion is advised. (laughs) If you are looking for...
1: Um, All the different things I put into this Caesar I'm enjoying right now.
0: Ooh, if you're looking for a recipe that uses chicken because you feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight.
1: <laughs> if you feel like just, you know, doing whatever the hell you want, I got nothing, fuck. Fuck,
0: <laughs> well, but you know what? We did not have to, I just did this right before we started. Or <clears throat> if you're looking for... The local screening dates and times for threat level midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, this, this is, is not, not a, podcast a podcast for you. you.
1: <laughs> That's Haley. I'm Sarah. Yeah. And we're here to break your dreams and hearts with all this stuff that we're teasing. Oh, my God. Ugh. That was break an awkward one. <laughs> we're here to touch that funny bone and
0: just. <laughs> oh, God. This episode of Rewind is brought to you by Fan Sets. It is a the place to get awesome pin collectibles. I'm spitting everywhere. They have <laughs> over 200 droplets. Ahoy. 200 <laughs> officially licensed Star Trek pins to pick from with new ones. Coming out every month. Talk much?
1: <laughs> Lou, John, oh. and the entire fansets crew are fans. So they know that their product and service has to be the best of the best. And it is. See all the pins and collectibles they have to offer at fansets.com. fansets sets. Our, pin our pins have, pins have, have character.
0: character. <laughs> Did say that you wanted to do it together.
1: I know. I threw it in there to see if you were able to jump in and be ready. You know that I, d- I
0: wasn't in improv <laughs> like you. Oh, that was, that was a fun month. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Caesar's good, but it's slurpy. Um, should have put a straw on it. Put, put a straw on it.
1: Put a straw on it. Put a beard on it. Um 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 how
0: are you? Mm. How are you? What's up? I'm fine. Um you know, like I kinda of, I feel like I got nothing. You know, uh COVID is just our whole lives and um we can't do a heck of a lot when COVID is happening. But um I was in Vancouver for my usual weekly trip over and spent some time at the beach. Uh I also bought a pair of adidas stan smith tennis shoes they're white whoa i know and so remember when you were younger and like you you would get new shoes and you'd have to scuff them up like immediately because if you had white shoes you were like a nerd that like that was it you were you were gonna be talking yeah like you. oh nice no, no shoes like yeah fuck sorry to take care jeans? of my things i know did you get new jeans too like oh, um, kids are cruel kids are brutal so all I packed were my shoes the white shoes and so John was like let's go to the beach I'm like okay and then so I took my shoes off and then like we ended up hanging out with some friends socially distanced to watch the sunset and I I, like gingerly placed my shoes on paper towel on the sand I don't know why because (laughs) like what am I protecting them from Anyway, um, other than that, life is fine. I got a. I tried a new grainy mustard. It was very vinegar forward, which I enjoyed very much. Mm. And um, I also finished the office for the third time this year. <laughs> that is something to celebrate. Are it's you starting on. it for a fourth? Uh, you know what? I'm not, not going to, but I just, and everyone has probably seen, well, I haven't seen, but heard about Jennifer Garner finishing it for the first time ever and then having like a cry fit about it. Have you seen that? No. Mm. I just like sort of scrolled by it, but I guess, I don't know. Do you cry at the end of the office? I do.
1: No, but you know me.
0: Yeah. Oh. Cold hearted. Yeah.
1: I can't um, cry. Unless yeah. it's
0: something extreme,
1: like don't get me wrong.
0: Right. Of course.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it.
0: debilitating. (laughs) How are you? Good.
1: I'm good. Great. I have the next week off.
0: Oh my god.
1: I have the week off and I am going to keep practicing bending wire to make jewelry. I've been making earrings, like they're going out of style. I have one here. I'm just going to dangle it in front of you, (gasps) working on how I bend the... Wire and shit, and then I uh, made about a thousand studs. And oh, here's some other ones. I'm just gonna yoink. Oh, this is awkward. I wasn't prepared. Um anyway, got dangly ones mm-hmm. and uh rings and a brace. I mean a bracelet with nice, some rose dude. quartz in it. Um I love it. Um okay, so I am trying to do intermittent fasting. And by mm-hmm. say I'm trying to do this, I mean I started yesterday. Like so yeah. this is very new for me. And I because I saw that like, there's an app, I saw an ad for an app, and I'm like, oh well if someone tells me to do it, then maybe I'll do it because I like apps for that stuff, like Fitbit and Weight Watchers or whatever. Is it so body I, cycle? No, it's not. It's um it sounds like Fitbit, but it's not Fitbit. It's like Fastic. Oh, it sounds kind of gross. It sounds like something you'd have to pop on your skin. I have a yeah. Fastic. Can you look at it? <laughs> uh, anyway. So it signs, it starts to be like beginner, right? Like you're not going to go like six to eight, all, 16 to eight all automatically. Right. So yeah. it was like, let's start you off with a 14 to 10. And so that means like for those listening who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that means 14 hours fasting 10 hour window to eat so it started with 8 p.m last night so I was like eating my popcorn and drinking my soda and like right until it was seven fifty nine. 59 then I was like boom mm-hmm. eight o'clock and that meant that I couldn't eat or eat anything until 10 a.m this morning but I could have plain black coffee although I read that you could add some stevia because it doesn't affect your insulin and blood sugar or okay. water right yep. so this morning and I was like as soon as I like clicked on it I was stressing out I'm like, I'm hungry all the time. I'm going to, I said to Brad, I'm, like, I'm going to be a fucking nightmare in the morning. Like I'm always hungry. Like I'm an, I'm an eater and I'm, this is too hard. I, I was just like setting myself up for like, like, this is like the, my Everest. Like this is as yeah. hard as my life gets right now is that I'm forcing myself to maybe not have breakfast right away. Yeah. And I'm like, and I can't have my vanilla coffee cream. Oh my God. I got up this morning and I had my coffee with some Stevia and I loved it. It was, I, I enjoyed my coffee, A-okay. no different. Yeah. And then I wasn't hungry, which shocked me. So I took my temperature and made sure I was okay. I was fine. (sighs) Um, And then I, 10 o'clock was rolling around and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the dog for a fucking walk. I'm going to go another hour. Yeah. So I uh, took the dog for a walk. I had uh, some hunger pangs. Yeah. Got home, 11 o'clock, boom, had my lunch. How about that? So I did it. So I'm going to do it
0: again. I'm going to do it every day. That's what I've done like kind of most of most of my adult life is skip breakfast because I just don't I'm never really that hungry in the morning. But my problem is is I eat pretty healthy lunch and like a fairly healthy dinner and then it's like snack attack until like 10 PM and then of course I'm not hungry when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So I just finished eating. Yeah. Um but intermittent fasting totally works for a lot of people. I tried it too and then as soon as I was like, what do you mean I what if I do want something? Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, so I don't I don't do well with that. I once did a twenty-four hour fast and by the time the twenty four hour I did nine PM to nine PM and by the time nine PM rolled around I was like, I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I should eat something. And mm-hmm. so I like ate a bag of chips or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Super healthy. <laughs> celebrate this with some chips. Yeah. And then I bought a jade roller for my face and I don't know why doesn't put it matter in the freezer it feels good it feels and so not I haven't put it in the freezer yet but you don't I'll,
0: even need to because it'll uh, just be colder than room temperature I have yeah. um, I love it it feels so nice mm.
1: guys that are listening this is the shit that your girlfriend's wives and friends buy yeah. in, the, in, in bed when they're playing on their phone and you're oh, wondering what yeah. they're doing they're on Amazon buying jade rollers or on Pinterest looking up how to bend wire into a ring that they're never going to wear but they're going to tell their friends all about it and try and make them buy them.
0: It's That's just riveting. barely scratching the surface oh, of the it gets, shit it that we get up to. A
1: couple more drinks and it gets to be real. This is it. So there's this thing called the dark web. (laughs) Anything you want to find is on there, kids.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We start doing a dark web corner. Like, we progressively get, like, (laughs) we we look more and more haggard just because of the things we've seen. I don't really want to do the dark web corner this time. (laughs) (laughs) I think I accidentally bought an animal that's endangered on the black market. It's arriving tomorrow. Oh, God. I think it's a rhino. <laughs> uh, this is what I was thinking about, like, because our, our overdose crisis is getting worse. It's the worst it's ever been in, in BC. And so ages ago, I thought, I know, and this is before the pandemic, because the pandemic has made it worse to actually get drugs. I was like, I know, I'll just go into the dark web and buy like as much fentanyl as I can. And then it like won't go to the streets. And I was like, I can't do that because it's against the law. Or else the so, people who are selling it are like, oh, this stuff's popular. Let's make more. I know. Well, and that's exactly what happens. And then I was like, and then what do I do with it? Because like, what if a grain gets into my hand, then it'll uh, absorb and I'm dead. Then you're just one more statistic.
1: Okay. So we did the worst quiz ever. Oh, I was like, I I sat through this thing and I hated every second of it. And I'm like, there's no way I'm not doing this. I, Haley's
0: got to do this too. <laughs> She's got to suffer with the Yeah. Being... <laughs> It was the stupidest quiz. Like, it was very, it kind of assumed the person who was taking it was a man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not true. Like, who would you dress up for uh, in cosplay at a convention? Worf, Data, two other male characters? And a table. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or a a man, like a a human being with a penis. Like, I can't. (laughs) Anyway, I
1: know it was so bad, and it was like there were so many ads on the page, it was like the Fox <laughs> News with like <laughs> scroll bars and like flashing lights. I was so distracted. Is on the dark web? <laughs> <laughs> totally, but we got the same results again.
0: Classic. Us. I think
1: what was it asking us? It was like, What job would you have on the enterprise?
0: Yeah, what job?
1: And we both got chief medical officer, which makes yeah, more sense for you would. since you work in, in medicine. You're, but, since you're a doctor, essentially. Um, it says, if you were hurtling through space on the Enterprise, your job would be one of the most important. As chef, a chief, <laughs> as, a good one. as chef medical officer, you would ensure <laughs> the health of the crew and are the first person everyone turns to in a crisis. It only makes sense that you would be the ship's caregiver. You are, a perfect, you are perfectly suited and you will break down medical barriers. That's not...
0: Anything no, about who I am as a person. The grammar also just in that... Yeah. Who... This thing probably stole my data on my, info, <laughs> on my information. It was a hack. <laughs> you got hacked. I got hacked. <laughs> have you ever been hacked?
1: Um, not that I'm aware of.
0: I was... So, remember back in ICQ times? I don't oh. know if you ever... Yeah. Never Uh-oh. forget it. Anyway, I... Um, you don't even have to search for that fucking soundbite. I just did it my own, on my own, (laughs) on my own. Anyway, um, so I was like fucking 16, 17, something like that on my family computer in the basement. And, uh, and someone takes over, I get kicked out of ICQ and someone's taken over my account. And, uh, so I make a new account and I'm messaging myself, which is this new person. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, thanks a lot. And, the guy's like I'm gonna tell everyone that you like to have sex with men and I was like okay cool. but I was so mad I never got it back
1: I was down in my basement googling
0: Chris Maloney penis and- <laughs> <laughs> that was just earlier today oh, perfect. Uh, I can't believe he's coming back that's okay so I didn't actually read anything about oh, it that's- but so it's a spinoff right yeah. Like, Joe, like Joey, yeah. only this will be good? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be called Joey, so I'm so confused. <laughs> and it's starring Matt LeBlanc. his name was Elliot. <laughs> uh, Elliot. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's the crossover I've been waiting for. It's like X-Files meets Law and Order by Wolf Dick. I mean Dick Wolf. Dick
0: Wolf. <laughs> 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 Do. Oh, no, Grind. that's probably how his name comes up on his, like, airplane tickets. Wolfman's <laughs> Wolf Wolf got nards. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a spin-off
1: show, and it's starring Elliot Stabler. His character is Bizak, because he obviously... Got fired from SVU or whatever, and then plus his wife hated everything to do with his relationship with Olivia because she got issues. So he left to work somewhere else. So I think this show is going to follow what his career is, and I think it's something to do with terrorism, or is it drugs or I
0: don't know bombs. I I don't know. Oh, I want it still to be like SVU, only maybe in another city. No, I think it's something different. Oh, because he needed to change his career because his dumb wife.
1: Yeah, and I think he got like he did too many inappropriate things. Not like with victims, but like he was like, "I'm taking law in my own hands, and I'm going to well, break the and, rules." Yeah. but you he had what? an you anger got it.
0: management issue as well. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, before sure. we go on, I kind of have to pee.
1: Okay, I kind of drank my whole Caesar, and I want to make Me another too. one, so I'm All going right. to um, leave this recording to see what happens. while we're good. <laughs> Love it. See those faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're already back. I was yeah. I didn't want to make um, a whole forget. Caesar, so um, myself... Do you a- need a four-sided grater? I've been waiting 20 years for you to <laughs> ask me that question. Um, no. Two kids were
0: walking down an alley. One was assaulted. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, it's not that funny. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just inhaled some of that rimmer. So,
1: okay, I want to know about this creepy corner. Where did you get yours from?
0: Uh, my do life. We-
1: Yours is a real story. Why's
0: not? Oh, or like
1: a creepy story online. Go for it.
0: Creepy corner. I wonder <laughs> if you can get Nandor saying something about <laughs> creepy, creepy paper. paper. So this one um, is probably explained due to the fact that I was high. However, um, so I was at someone's house like late in the evening and maybe like sixteen years old. And we're hanging out and smoking weed or pot or whatever the fuck the kids call it these days, you know, back in the day when it was not regulated and you didn't know what you're going to get. So we're hanging out and um, I'm sitting at a dining room table by myself for some reason and we're all just kind of chilling. And suddenly I hear this like shwing noise coming from the kitchen. Like the noise that when someone picks up a knife in a movie or like a scary show and it's like shwing. Mm -hmm that metallic sort of sound. And I'm like, okay. And soon after um, the DD decides that it's time, time to drive everyone home and I'm sitting in the back seat and it's dark outside. Cause you know, it's like late evening and it's also like not the summer. So it's like dark at nine o'clock. That is late evening for me. We come to a four way stop and I look out the window to this corner lot and I shit you not. There stands the Grim Reaper, and it all or was it the Grim Reaper. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that was good, <laughs> but like imagine i'm like what the fuck and then it like the the, with the hood with the cloak and so and and then what i realized was that the sound that i heard wasn't a knife it was the scythe and i was like holy shit are we gonna get in a car accident like what is this and i'm like sure that this is some sort of terrible omen so i kind of like blink a whole lot and the car continues onward and i'm looking at it the whole time i get home and that was, that was it. Nothing else happened. And next time on Creepy Corner, I will talk about the ghost in my room that told me to die. <laughs> yeah. You are
1: such a conduit for this shit. It's no, it's no bueno. It's no good. And it's interesting that you mentioned that sound because that sound is internal <sighs> into my head anytime I'm in a certain place and I think about the history of that place.
0: that makes sense. Like Like in Hannibal, where Will Graham is like, and then he sees like the reenactment of the in Hannibal.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's been there. And then I met that girl who said that I had powers and I was like, yeah, Yeah. I know I turned them off because I don't want them. Yeah. And she has them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'll be in a place and I'll just like think about like, Something happened here once, and if I think, if I if I open myself up to thinking about it, then I'll get this, <sighs> that goes into my head, and I'll just kind of, like, Ooh. jerk my head, and it kind of hurts almost, but it doesn't. I, um, yeah, I just, that shrink sound is, like, very much. You've so, was that? this on Halloween yeah. that you, because no. <laughs> if, if you're, no. like, actually, wait a second, oh, all these years that. <laughs> I know.
0: Could you imagine? No, it was definitely like a pot-induced sort of hallucination, and also at one point that night, I remember sitting on one of those um, balls, like those huge balls that you can sit on. What are That's they called? Right? Uh, yeah, anyway, and it had like the no globe, yeah. and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm holding the whole world Did in my this happened near where you grew up, like your house? No, this was in Gordon Head. Okay, because I remember
1: reading somewhere that One of the streets, like the main streets, like Shelburne or something, that people have driven through it, and it turns into an old-timey area all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, in August, I think. Sometime in August, early, early in the morning, like 2 o'clock. I wouldn't want to see that. I don't need to see that. That's fine. I'll watch a movie that takes place in the West or something. like. Yeah, I'm okay with the fact that we're in the Matrix. I just like to pretend I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Fair. All right. Well, since I have nothing creepy in my life that I know of,
1: maybe I've turned it off and I don't remember anything. I found a story online and here it is. I was about 12 years old and I woke up in the middle of the night needing to take a leak. I walked across the hall to the little bathroom, hit the lights and was about to reach for the toilet when I glanced up and saw a face in the mirror. It was not my face. It was as if someone was on the other side, standing to the right with their face right next to the glass, staring at me. I only saw it for the briefest moment, but it seared into my brain. I screamed and ran out of there to find my dad. Of course, my dad investigated, then calmed me down or tried to. Eventually, we had a prayer session because I was so freaked out. Eventually, I must have gone back to sleep. Fast forward to my 30s. I'd forgotten all about the event. One night, while visiting, my dad quietly brings up remember that one time you saw a face in the mirror it suddenly came back to me in a rush of memory sending a chill down my spine yeah i remember well he said i sometimes think about that night he looked down at the floor with a serious expression i saw it too he went on to describe exactly what i'd seen we had no idea what that was apparently when he investigated he saw it and he had freaked out on his own apparently the prayer session wasn't as much for him as it was for me I respect him for keeping this tidbit from me until my 30s, but I kind of wish he'd never told me.
0: Oh, I don't like
1: that. There's something about mirrors, man. It ain't right.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know about you, but for like... I'm okay now, except for maybe tonight I won't be, but um, <laughs> right. for, like the longest time I would not like, I'd get up in the middle of the night, have to go to, pee, have to go pee or something. And I would just like never, ever look at the mirror. Don't look at the mirror. Cause you know, bloody Mary's going to be fucking there for one, or you're going to see something or something. And it's just terrifying. I had a couple of friends who encountered the same thing, kind of like the kid and the dad in the story. Oh. Yeah. They experienced it separately. They were house sitting someone's house and like long hallway to the bathroom, middle of the night, one of them gets up to go to the bathroom, and they're just like face to face with this old woman, and she, you, they can see through her, and they just <laughs> kind of step. I know they just kind I of like got a chill. Yeah, they just kind of stepped around her and then went back to bed, and then same thing. The other person got up to go to the washroom another time during the middle of the night and saw nope. the same woman, and I was like, I'm good but like how do you and i don't want to get into this either because i i don't want to say that i believe in ghosts but there what happens to the energy when people die because energy never goes anywhere
1: and everything that happens creates energy which creates alternate realities which is like a quantum physics action. i really want to yes. read more up on this let's do a, a another podcast quantum. about quantum physics and us trying to figure it out you know
0: what i'd fucking love that that would be a cuz i'd be a I've riot actually, i've got a couple i've got a really good book by um john's crush brian cox he's a uh some sort of astrophysicist i've heard guy. that name yeah and so i would love cox, cox. i know c-o-x gross man come on Write it the way it's supposed to be written c-o-x just a drawing of a penis yeah <laughs> oh my god we're gross I love sorry it. dad I'm glad that we have creepy corner because there are creepy things to talk about all the time. And like even talking about our own gut instincts where we've Mm -hmm. had times where it's like, I'm not going to go in there. Oh, oh, all the time. I get that all the time when I like. I took me a long time to get over
1: my fear of the woods that I take the dog in because I'm yeah. like, woods are not just like. I mean, there's bears and there's cougars in there for sure, yeah. but also dementors and wolverines and Ugh. men who want to murder me most likely yeah. and ghosts or elves or something. And I haven't had anything like of a paranormal. Like I hear things and I'll just be like, I'm putting my headphones on. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna get I killed. Don't I don't, don't want to see it coming. Right. Yep. Yep. But I was like walking through one of the areas that had like to get into the university and a car drove by and slowed down while I was going up the hill with the dog and then parked and just like watched me like go and I was just like and I'm taking a cut off into the woods to get home like I was just like nope or yeah or like or else there was a vibe I just had a vibe that either they just did something and they didn't want to be seen and I saw them and therefore oh great the mafia is in town and I yep. saw the car and I'm done perfect Forget about it oh, Forget. <laughs> and, yeah perfect. I just I I, I have a huge belief in, in gut instinct. Um, and i seriously believe it's probably saved me once or twice. Yes. Let's keep up with creepy corner for now. And then when we're over it, let's go to science corner and start quantum corner and like, we'll do our research now as because we're interested in it. And so we have a buildup of information and we'll, we're going to figure out how we can get into one of those parallel universes live on the show (laughs) in this one i just have blue eyes oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's the only difference my laugh is still annoying in the other universe (laughs) oh god i'm drinking pure berry not lime (laughs) (laughs) i'm drinking a chardonnay not a pinot grigio in what world
1: but i have no arms and legs
0: oh Oh. and that's how she led a country (laughs)
1: I'm like Michael Scott. That's how I'll cry. It's like my own idea. He had no arms or legs. Couldn't see. Speakers here. That's how we led a country.
0: <laughs> uh, or like our musical based off of the music of Aerosmith, starring Alan Rickman. Uh, <laughs> we need to. We need to walk I'm people. Not, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, walk people through that. Walk this way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we were yeah. Kind of it's right music- walk this way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were going to write a musical based on the music of Aerosmith called Walk This Way about a person who couldn't walk but had their way. They could suddenly walk. And it was like, I don't want to visit this. <laughs>
0: Oh, and great. also, and also, we thought this was the only way that we could get through to Alan Rickman because we would send him a script, <laughs> and he would know that it was like a thing to raise money for a good cause. <laughs> oh baby rest in peace we love you alan Oh, that was Alan, a tough day that was so hard to call you you didn't call me you texted me but then i called you i don't remember that day honest to god sarah like when that happened i just right. kind of went like lol are we gonna stay <laughs> home and drink a box of wine because that's what we said that we would always do And then instead I I went to work and I met this emergency room physician for the first time and I was crying. (laughs) Dressed in black. I'm really sorry, my my favorite actor just died. And I can just tell he was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> oh my God. I, love I it. got my parents called me later that day, honey, we just, we, we heard about the news. We just wanted to make sure that you're okay. I got a sympathy card. <laughs> in the mail. I got, it was, I got more than Alan Erkman's wife. Um, and that's cause I loved him more than she ever could. And, Oh. All right, so this is the Star Trek podcast, so I guess we should start
1: talking about some fucking Trek. I got some gossip for you. I did my homework. Oh, yay. One, Lower Dicks decks has been greenlit for a second season. Boom! Already! Yeah, and That's I great. love it. It's so funny. It's so quotable. Uh, quotable Alex, quotables. Quote, quotables. Alex <laughs> Kurtzman has said that they are ahead of schedule on script writing for Discovery. Picard, Strange New Worlds, and Section 31, which is the first we've actually heard about Section 31 in a while, but because of COVID, they're not filming, but they're, like, kicking ass on writing stuff, so when the time comes if they can film safely, they'll be, like, knocking them out of the park. Totally. So that's very exciting. And I'm really, I'm more excited now for Section 31 because as of, like, two days ago, I was, like, I know what I want to do right now while I'm making jewelry. I want to rewatch season two of discovery. And as soon as like Philippa comes on, I'm just like, i have such a huge girl crush now on um on her like i just i love her as an actress i want to watch everything she's done yeah i need to watch crouching tiger again so bad yeah i'm just like if she's gonna do a show bring it on like i'm just uh, season two of discovery i liked so much more than season one and just that opening scene of tilly being so awkward with captain pike i'm like bless her heart like it's so cute and he's so good i can't wait for his show like It's just, oh, it's so exciting. So speaking of um, Strange New Worlds, it will be a lot like TOS in the sense that it'll be like Alien of the Week or Planet of the Week. It's very episodic with a few, like, two-parters. So it's kind of taking back to that nostalgic style of how we watch, like, TNG and TOS. Right on. But it's also going to take that perspective of looking into the fact that Pike knows his fate, so how does that play into him as as a man, right? Beep once for yes. Beep boop boop. What does that mean? That's three. (laughs) Um... (laughs) IDW which is a comic book thing um, they're doing a Star Trek Voyager comic book that's going to focus on Seven of Nine and it's set during the run of the show so I am like sign me up I oh will boy. buy those and then forget to read them yes. just like I have the Deep Space Nine one and I haven't read it yet Um you don't need to And that's all I have for gossip, actually, so it's not that much. But I have, um, we have to do a correction, not a corrections corner, but uh, we forgot to do it last week corner. (laughs) Um, We didn't say what Bill and Dan actually said about Sub Rosa, and I know that both of them think it's the best episode that was ever made, so we wanted to make sure I gave them their platform, so um, it's just like, they hated it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, no way... Ghosts, candles, horrible
1: sets. It amazes me that Jerry Taylor wrote it, Brad and Braga did the teleplay, and Franks directed this episode because it just
0: sucks. It is easily one of the bottom episodes of TNG, if not all track. Oh my God. Wow. That was... Really?
1: Dead. Yeah.
0: I don't don't do their
1: voice as well, because this one's going to sound the exact same. (laughs) This episode is an embarrassment on all fronts, and that's completely surprising, considering all the talent involved here. Plus, the story is really disturbing. Beverly and the women in her family were sexually assaulted by Space Ghost, and a colony that purposely is designed like 19th century Europe or whatever? No, this is one of the worst hours
0: of Star Trek ever produced. I'm Bill. I'm Dan. Those are our two cents. (laughs) <laughs> that almost had a little bit of a Kevin vibe. At the I end. I felt like I was like ready to bring somebody out to wrestle on WWE. <laughs> totally,
1: and here we are to discuss some Rosa. Oh,
0: oh my goodness. god, dude! Can <laughs> now do Louis Armstrong. Oh my god. Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. It's so nice to <laughs> have you back where you belong. Oh, that hurts oh my, my throat. God, it's amazing, though. <laughs> Now, Barney. You, hear you heard it. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, like <lying, lying. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Haley. All right. I you- granted you the homework of writing a synopsis for my second favorite
0: episode of Star Trek of all time.
1: No That's- pressure.
0: Rock it on, <laughs> girl. I bet that means you did great. A lot to me. Thank you. So. <sighs> The episode that we are reviewing today is called Rascals. Oh, you rascally wabbits. So <laughs> when I was searching for rascals, I was scrolling past all of the other episodes, obviously, because I'm on I'm on Netflix, not on DVD or HD DVD for that matter. Remember HD DVDs? I do. Yeah. I'm all scrolling right. <laughs> I'm scrolling through. I had children of men on HD DVD, but nothing to play. <laughs> Oh, no. You know, <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm scrolling through. Oh, you did, too. I think it's OK if the audio is OK. Anyway, so I'm, sc- I'm scrolling through and I just kept yelling out the names of episodes because they're so good because um, this is, you know, season six. So I was like that one and uh, I can't remember any of the names. No, nothing's coming to me anyway. So season six, 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 six. Episode numero seven, 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 six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Go. Okay. So this episode starts off with the captain's log where he says that Ensign Rowe, Keiko, and Gainan, total B team, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Are, yeah. Are returning from a visit to some planet. Picard has a hard on for some of the stuff that they obviously stole. Worf <laughs> calls and says that there's a need to return immediately because there's some drama with some missing scientists from LIGO seven or eight. I can't remember. But then, seven. Yeah, seven. 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 But then the shuttle gets enveloped by an energy field or something. Miles is trying to transport the team and says that there's a forty percent drop in mass, and he fears that he lost one of them. But all is revealed when they beam aboard and they are youngsters. Picard starts to talk and is like, "Wait, what the what?" Cue theme song. Luckily only their bodies changed and all of their intelligence and memories and behaviors are the same. How convenient and also convenient. Their clothes also shrunk. Mm. I love that their mannerisms are the same. Like when Jean-Luc does the Picard maneuver and the turbo lift with Riker, it's a sexual thing on the bridge. People are like, uh, this is weird. And meanwhile, Picard's like, ah, uh, can we just fucking do our jobs? Thanks. Meanwhile, it's been all of, like, 30 seconds since Picard left sickbay, and Crusher asks to speak to him privately, and he asks her if she's determined the cause of the transformation. The fuck? Like, in what world? On what spaceship? Could someone determine something like that in under a minute? And then she's like, I don't know anything, but I'm pretty sure this will start to affect your mental capacity, and I base that on no knowledge. Picard gives command of the ship to Riker until things get sorted. Picard's like, I'm supposed to take tomorrow off. The others are also relieved of duty. Ro is all like, mm. and Guinan's like, secret. I'm young again. And Keiko is freaking Miles out, asking hypothetical questions, which doesn't help the situation. And then Miles is like, it'll be all right. And she's like, how? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's not very reassuring. Picard is loving his hair, but even he says to Troy that he can't take himself seriously. Troy gives him about 300 options of something he could do as a kid, and he dismisses all of them except for, you guessed it, an archaeological dig. Crusher has identified missing pieces in Picard's genetic makeup. She also says DNA never changes, and that's not true, so she has no credibility in my eyes anymore. There is concern that if pieces go <laughs> missing of the DNA, that the kids' age will get younger and younger. So like that movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Buttonfly or whatever. <laughs> Ro continues to be a bitch, but ends up jumping on her bed with Guinan. And this is a side story that I simply don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yep. Plus, plus those beds, where, where are the
1: blankets? One. Yeah, I know. It doesn't look fun. I don't care if the room is perfectly temperature. It's I want blankets because that's what protects you from anything under your bed exactly right god
0: the ship arrives near the planet um where the scientists were last seen and guess who's there the Ferengi they start firing at the Enterprise life support is down shields are down there are multiple casualties the warp core is down also the best ever 25 minutes 15 seconds in Riker does this dive out of his chair and onto the floor and it is epic He deactivates the command codes. The daemon comes on the bridge and says that he's salvaging the ship and that they will all have to comply or they'll start executing people. Meanwhile, all the kids are put into some room together and Alexander's weird space rover hits Picard's ankle and Picard (laughs) takes it away. Uh, So anyway, Picard gets some phasers using Alexander's toy or something. I don't know. He makes a scene that he wants to see his dad, Picard does, and that his dad is Riker. And then he calls him number one by accident. (laughs) Number one dad. And then they hug. And then they hug. And it's all awesome. And then Riker turns on the computer in school room eight. (laughs) (laughs) We just want to play some games. We just want to. Can you turn the computer on? T. Earl Grey hot. The Damon says that he'll start executing people if Riker doesn't unlock command, and he's going to start with killing his son. And then Riker's like, "Okay, I'll restore command control, but I have to explain how everything works." Um, <laughs> and it sounds like a page from the technical manual that I got, and Ooh. it probably is. There you go. Of course, it's too difficult for the Ferengi to understand. And while Riker hasn't distracted, he unlocks the computer in Schoolroom Eight. <laughs> The car does some things and transports the Ferengi uh, into a secure spot, and that's all tied up in a nice bow. And then the kids are fixed, and the episode is over. I don't <laughs> kids understand kids. how they fix them. It has something to do with technology. The end.
1: <laughs> it has something to do with putting the missing DNA sequence back into the transporter. Mm, mm-hmm. Sequencing genes. Yeah. There was a whole conversation between Riker and uh, Dr. Kresher. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic synopsis.
0: Did I do it justice?
1: Just us. Oh, just us. You did great. Thanks. You hit on the important parts.
0: That's what I thought. I thought so. You know, the casting. Okay. I have to pee again already. The casting of those, of the the kids was brilliant. And also, uh, as soon as I saw young Picard, I was like, Swing, and then I thought, like, what's (laughs) wrong (laughs) with Jesus? And I was like, what is wrong with me? No, do you want to? I would have sent you something. I
1: was saving it just for this to get the live reaction. I have found a photo of what this young actor looks like now. (gasps) I did a search for you
0: and I'm sending it now. Still waiting. Why does he look like um fucking Vince? Not Vincent Van Gogh, he looks like a painter from like Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? What's his name? David Burke. I was gonna say he looks I. looks like fucking Edgar Allan Poe on a good day. Yes, it's Edgar Allan Poe. That's who I was thinking of. Anything um, else you want to add about the episode? I enjoyed it. I felt very uncomfortable with the Miles and Keiko scene, which I think you should have felt. It, you know, she's like Miles. I'm still your wife. Like she's. They were such good actors. Really good and. Other than that, I okay. So remind me, but I didn't think that the Ferengi were like, uh, like terrorist types. Like I felt that they were just They're not. These yeah, guys so,
1: weren't part of the Ferengi. That they is were what their they Their own little, yeah,
0: yeah. They were outside of yeah. the the Federation. Or well, whatever. and they obviously weren't that good at what they did because they got overtaken by a bunch of kids. So they I were know, typical okay. Ferengi. Dumb. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's that kind of threw me off for a second. I guess they did address that. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. what did you think?
1: one 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 or a depending on what you use when you're using word i roman numerals roman numerals here I. We go i i love how like all four of them are calm on the transporter pad when this all first fucking happens like come on you guys are fucking dumb this is like a big deal <laughs> like
0: yeah really the instant fail oh. was
1: the reaction like here we go let's watch how i learn how to hate one of my favorite episodes of all time okay oh
0: no um,
1: Um, It pissed me off though, about how like a lot of people, the example is Dr. Crusher is talking to Riker and Troy about Picard and he's right there. Like it's as if suddenly everybody's just like, oh, they're kids. So we're going to dismiss them and treat them like shit, even though they're functioning cognitively as how they should be. And I think that was just kind of like, it played into the episode, but at the same time, it's like rude. Yeah. So rude. So rude. And, like, was no one fucking briefed about this? Because when he, when the Captain Picard <laughs> walks onto the bridge, like, Worf and Jordy's, Ge- like, raising up and down his visor, like, uh, what am I seeing here? And it's like, guys, like, stop being assholes. It's the fucking Captain. Show him some respect. Do you want the kid to shave his head? Like, what does he have yeah, to do? Yeah, exactly. Yes. I assure you that I am Captain Picard. <laughs> I oh, I loved it. Oh. The girl who played the young Ensign row was from Hang Time. Do you remember that show Hang Time? It was, like, a Saved by the Bell, but basketball kids.
0: I don't like sports, so no.
1: Oh, but did you like? It no. would come on after California Dreams.
0: <sighs> mm. It is interesting to me that you're saying California Dreams. That will come. Uh, uh, that will come full circle. Oh, all right. I oh number six sending
1: you texts now of what Young Bukar looks like now. There we go. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had you. it in my note. I LOL'd so hard. Uh, Chief O'Brien, his legs crossed, sitting, like, leaning away from Keiko as much as possible <sighs> on that couch. It was such good physical acting between the two of them because I'm really glad that they played this part so well that didn't come off as creepy. Nothing came off as creepy yeah. in the Keiko yeah. and O'Brien. It was funny. I agree. With enough of, like, a heartwarming, like, oh, my God, like, what if? Yeah, but True. they did that. I just thought it was, like, really good. They used to call me double sweet. Um, the <laughs> coffee. I know. Oh, i know miles oh no, miles god i'm, I'm still, still your wife
0: naive. yeah
1: molly's so cute the little girl just i want, I want mommy. mommy yeah so cute i wish this episode had happened while wesley was still on board
0: because yeah. the Wesley
1: picard thing would have been really
0: good i think oh my god imagine it's just like it would have just been so good um, owner fest what <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when he goes running
1: in to see Riker, dad, I'm like, hey, yeah, I also call Riker daddy, but it totally yes. is. Oh. <laughs> you can go more places with crayons than you can with a starship. I want that on a t-shirt, Guinan. What a thing to say at the end. She's so good. I thought that was such a sweet little moment. Yeah. Okay. Fun facts. Yep. Haley
0: go. Isis Carmen Jones who plays young Guinan would later play a young whoopie Goldberg. It's not or <laughs> You wrote it wrong. <laughs> again in Sister Act this will be anyway I don't know if I've never That's seen it? you've never seen Sister Act? You no I haven't seen anything Sister Act is one I've of I've seen Sister Act 2 and Sister Act 3 no I'm <laughs> just kidding no I haven't Sister, no. Sister oh. Act ah, is like no the best movie Dame Maggie Smith, Harvey Keitel to... really? Oh,
1: oh. Harvey Keitel is the mobster that wants to kill Whippy Goldberg so she has to hide in a convent why do they want She's to a kill She's a Loush her. singer from Vegas.
0: Because she and witnessed like a crime.
1: Oh. oh my God. It's the best movie ever. And they take all like the 50s and 60s music and make it about God so that the Pope was like, I want to come check out this choir. Oh,
0: in a garden of Eden, honey. Totally. That that's, you obviously know the soundtrack. Uh, that was from The Simpsons. Okay, go. Okay.
1: Um. This is the first of two episodes directed by Adam Nimoy, the son of Leonard Nimoy. The other is TNG episode, Timescape.
0: Which I think is also season six, because I remember seeing Timescape.
1: Hmm. That's a good one. Isn't that the one where they kind of get frozen and you see the Romulans took over the ship? I like that
0: episode. Oh. I think. I don't know. I'm sure it's good. Okay. For reasons that have never been explained, the dialogue by Isis Carmen Jones, Young Guinan, was overdubbed for the entire episode? Did you pick yeah. up on that? Yeah, well, I always thought it was
1: kind of weird. And then once I read that, I watched and I was like, oh, this is weird. This is weird and distracting. Do you think it
0: was Whoopi that did the... No, no. It really sounded... Anyway. It's weird.
1: How odd. Okay. I know. Um, O'Brien in beaming his wife along with three others on board detects a 40% loss of mass and reports to the bridge that he may have lost one of them. His report shows no emotion whatsoever (laughs) as if he was beaming total strangers over. He certainly wasn't worried about losing his wife or his captain. Also, a 40% loss among four people would more likely constitute the combined weight of two, not one, of a four-person party, specifically the lighter members such as Keiko and Ensign Rowe together. A one among four loss would be closer to 25% than 40%. Estimations would not
0: seem to be O'Brien's strong suit. You're right that he was totally matter of fact. I'm detecting a forty percent loss of mass. Like uh, he's a professional, and he's at work. That's true. The fountain of youth has been sought for generations. That's also a really good movie, Generations. Oh. One would think some of the four so affected would find it extraordinary, but most of them find their new youth and annoyance to be quickly shed. What, here's some aside, if you found yourself to be 12 years old right now, I mean, the world sucks, but whatever, um, what would you do? Would you be upset? Would you try and find a way to I'd be to do-
1: so excited. If I was turned into a 12 year old right now, I mean, obviously I'd freak out and be like, oh, can we get an answer on if this is permanent or not? But if it was like permanent, yeah. I'd be like, I can't wait to be the smartest person at school. I'm going to become like a i'm like, I mean, gonna go to harvard like i would try really hard to like oh. go a different path and be like the youngest to do this or whatever okay sorry brad okay. like that you know bad for the relationship but
0: yeah
1: in <sighs> six years after i've gotten my doctorate then if
0: he's waited then there you go win-win right what about you uh i think if i was to to be turned 12 ish i would probably be like hey maybe be a little more active instead of just playing music all the time. And by playing music, I mean, band and piano, which is all seated. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, and just like take better care of myself maybe. And then also I would want to know if it was permanent or not. And if it, you know, honestly, if it was permanent, probably my parents would be super jazzed because they'd be like, You'd "Hey, it's hey, hey, a kid again." Yeah, <laughs> they always say, "You can always come home." Um, but and, and as long as people didn't know that I had this Benjamin Buttonfly thing, then I would do the same thing as you. I would go to school and be yeah. like the smartest and be like, "The answer is yeah." Or I'd read a book about how to succeed and being like, you know, yeah, totally, yeah. Okay, um, I have to pee though. Again, sorry. I'll be really quick. I know. Deal with uh, it. Harry, I have to record another podcast. All right.
1: Um, fast fact: Picard tells Riker they're in school room eight. However, when Picard
0: returns, the screen shows they are in classroom seven. <laughs> Fail. Fucking continuity error. Bullshit. Picard has an adult sized artificial heart. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But <laughs> somehow seems to fit just fine in his younger version self, and it does not cause him any discomfort either. It could not have been changed to a smaller size since his uniform did not change size either, which is not true.
1: Well, when they were beamed aboard, he, their clothes seemed big, but they changed.
0: Oh, they, they changed. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember he now. Just replicate either. that
1: shit, anyways. I thought um,
0: the didn't change. Yeah.
1: After the younger version of Picard is brought to the classroom by Ferengi, younger Rose suggests flooding the ship with the nestazine gas, but Picard says that has been locked out with all of the command functions. How does he know? He wasn't on the bridge when
0: Riker gave that order. <sighs> yeah. Right. Wrong. Like, hello. When young Keiko O'Brien gets coffee for oh, oh. When young Keiko O'Brien gets coffee for herself and Miles, his black coffee starts out in her right hand, but when she walks over to hand it to him, it's in her left hand.
1: What? Kids, come on. Don't hire kids. (laughs)
0: Don't hire kids. (laughs) Uh, What did Dan say about this? Dan said, skip it. How on earth are these bumbling Ferengi able to completely take over a galaxy starship so easily? Truth. That just ruined it for me. Again, kid episodes just don't do well in Star Trek. <laughs>
1: Sorry, don't work okay. well in Star Trek.
0: It was cool to... <laughs> My typing is Dot works well in Star Trek. <laughs> <Dolph>. <laughs> it was cool to see the same kid who played Renee in Family. The episode Family. He was oh. like Picard's nephew or something. Oh, fun. But it wasn't enough to save this one for me. There you go. What did Bill say? Meh that's a kiss thing apparently it's funny
1: i don't think it's funny
0: okay oh yeah let me
1: know um i i say personally see it a million times and then call me to discuss it i'll give you my personal phone number (laughs) i give it four hours of bed jumping six Tarkasian razor beasts and one awkward miles o'brien hug (laughs) all right Haley. would you rather would you rather be turned into a kid and have to regrow
0: up or spend a month married to the traveler (laughs) you know what if you're thinking about it in that way, <laughs> a month. Okay, I would just be married to the traveler for a month, but I would be on an away mission for, for a month. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What about, what about you?
1: Um, d- uh, just, I'll take the kid i'll turn into a kid happily yeah. i'll yeah. turn into yeah. a Tarkasian razor beast i don't care <laughs> um would you rather see this episode okay would you rather this episode see wharf turned into a kid and note his son is on the board or have it have been Riker
0: and set up a card oh i mean so part of me really wants to see Worf as a, a kid because you know that he grew up on earth and like he had those parents <laughs> he had those birds <laughs> he had those parents. <laughs> But I feel like Riker would be such a scamp and I would love to see that. So Riker for me. Yeah. You?
1: Um, I'll just say the opposite because I think it would be kind of fun to see the play between the, like, dad. Like, it would have been awkward and kind of funny. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. I would rather have seen it with Wesley
0: on board. I think that would have been really good. Totally. Good point.
1: And be Wesley Crush's roommate. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> what a little shit.
1: Um, okay. Totally. Now we're moving into Rewind. Rewind. Dwy- And like this kind of has died into like kind of just like a whatever now. Yeah, I I know. It's
0: too too late to change the name of the podcast. (laughs) Well, we're rewinding by looking back at old episodes that we used to love, so that's fine. Okay, yeah. Thanks for reminding me what our podcast is about. It's about creepy corner and quantum (laughs) physics. Oh God! Uh,
1: the thing, the challenge that I gave Haley for this was like I kind of just was thinking of like what would be fun and like make fun discussion. I was gonna say if you could put any fictional because we to- I think we did this already with like actors like what actors would yeah. you have replay the main characters of like Picard and stuff right? And we went through that. Yeah. So I was like, what about fictional characters from movies, TV's, books? If you could place them into different roles on. TNG, so that would be like counselor or data, that kind of stuff. Who would you choose? I can't wait to hear who you came up with. And I'm so
0: curious if we have anybody similar. Okay. Um, and so do you want me to go first then? Sure. Okay. Uh, so I, <laughs> Picard is Darth Vader. Ooh. <laughs> Riker. <laughs> That's not right. Um, Riker is Jake from California Dreams. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, You heard it here first. That is so (laughs) fucked up. Oh. I have not thought about that show in years. (laughs) Decades. But also, like you remember Jake, right? Like he was the rough and tough kind of. Yeah, the leather jacket.
1: I remember seeing
0: him. Jimmy Fallon did a reunion with them randomly on a show, and I was was like, "Oh, good. They're all old. So good." (laughs) Okay. Um, Jordy is Carlton from Fresh Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the dance. I love the dance. Worf is Captain Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's not cheddar, that's just some basic common <laughs> bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, it's an imposter dog. Dear Jake. <laughs>
1: Sincerely... <laughs> when he calls his husband, it's your
0: husband, Captain Raymond Holt. <laughs> Great oh, okay. character. Okay. okay, um, Troy is the nanny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, she was working in the battle shop, slashing, squishing, squishing, the board for kicking around one. one, one crushing seeds what was she to go where's she to go she was out on her fanny <laughs> it oh okay um, this is this isn't a fictional person but dr crusher is jenny jones <laughs> um wesley is chandler bing could i be any more annoying um. oh. and then finally data played by Michael Scott.
1: Oh, perfect. (laughs) If I had two bullets left and I was in a room with Toby bin Laden and Hitler, I'd shoot Toby twice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Here's mine for the captain, Olivia Benson. Oh, she's the coolest. I know, Uh, but she's going to have a tough time because her number one is Ron Swanson. (laughs) (laughs) but he does like pretty brunettes and breakfast food yeah chief Mm. of security dwight Schroot. oh there are weapons hiding all over the ship nunchucks you name it chief of engineering chewbacca no one understands what he's saying but he's pounding on everything all the time (laughs) he's (laughs) going (laughs) he's got the visor though the doctor doctor house
0: McMain-y. Oh man!
1: Yeah, I gotta watch that show again. That Me was a good too. show.
0: Fuck, that was good. That was um, so good.
1: The science officer, or like, it would be Data. It'll be Megan from Bridesmaids. That was Melissa McCarthy's character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got an 18-wheeler. I bought just because <laughs> I could. I got four houses. <laughs> Ugh, like she was just like so funny in that movie. Look away. Look away. Yeah, I'm gonna climb that like a tree. I'm glad that's not your book. Oh, <laughs> the counselor, Gemma Teller. From Sons of Anarchy. Holy shit! <laughs> let's just Tell- flip it. Yeah, she's <laughs> just a nightmare.
0: Tell she's just trying to that. get everyone killed. I was gonna say I'll just kill anyone who's like giving you a hard time.
1: <laughs> I didn't think of anybody for Wesley, so I'm gonna try and come up with on somebody on the spot who would be playing the kid, the 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 child of Doctor House. Um, let's go with. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. that just um, came out the teen angsty daughter who wants to sell her virginity from big little lies oh
0: yes good show <laughs> instead
1: of wesley it's the entire cast of your eye <laughs> <I. laughs> yeah <That was> awesome i <laughs> love that show
0: awesome the old and the new yeah nice. i th- I think i want to watch both of those shows oh i would definitely watch both and we did have That's some crossover awesome. we had the office we had um yeah. star wars Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. Dude, nailed it. Run all right. Through this world.
1: Well, do you like podcasts? Do you want to hear more? Check out all the great shows that make up the Trek Geek Podcast Network by visiting them at trekgeeks.com. There's something for everyone. If you like it and want more, you can support us by subscribing to bonus content on Patreon. Get access to the unedited audio of all the Trek Geek podcasts and a lot of other perks. You can interact with Trek Rewind on Twitter at Trek Rewind. Lastly, we'd like to thank Five Year Mission for their amazing music. Check them out at fiveyearmission.net. And because you've listened this far, why don't you get a reward? Why don't you go visit Fansets and get yourself a 15% discount by using our code Rewind. Rewind. In all caps. (laughs) To infinity and beyond! And a yeah,
0: Haley
1: frequencies is
0: closed. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed that. We did it. Yay. This is I- fun. Bye. Bye. But I hope it's recorded. Me too. Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> music for Rewind is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net.